Welcome to the Launch With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach for launching. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers combined with the more practical aspects of launching like systems, workflows, planning, and tech. I'm your host, Laura, from Laura in Order, systems queen, cycle awareness coach, and lover of launches. My mission is to show you that launching can be fun and easy, that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm, and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Launch With Flow podcast. Today, I want to have a chat about productivity. Now, before you start rolling your eyes and skipping forward to another episode, this is not going to be your typical podcast all about how to be more productive in your day or in your business. In today's episode, I want to explore the concept of productivity from a couple of different angles. What does it actually mean to be productive? For a lot of people, that will mean getting more things done, ticking things off your to-do list, doing more in less time. Sometimes productivity and the way it is taught and the way it's spoken about can induce that feeling of hustle and having to be go, go, go and do, do, do all of the time. But really, productivity is simply about understanding how you work best and creating the right conditions for you to get the right things done in your day. Now, it's all well and good to be productive, to get lots of things done, to be ticking everything off the to-do list. But the key thing here is that you're working on the right things. If you aren't clear on your goals and the direction that you want to head, you could be really productive and be getting lots of things done, but you're moving in the completely wrong direction. So you want to be efficient or productive with your time, but you also want to be effective, i.e. you're working on the right things. And so when we talk about productivity, the first step should always be checking in with your big vision, your business, North Star, your mission. Are you clear on the direction that you're heading? Are you clear on where you want to go, what your goals look like for the next three months, six months, 12 months, three, five years down the track. I know for myself, I spent a good period of time in my business where I kept heading in a direction that was totally out of alignment with where I actually wanted to go. And yes, I was ticking things off and achieving things and getting lots of things done, but I wasn't creating a business that I felt inspired by, that I wanted to show up in all of the time that excited me. Because I wasn't aligned with that big picture anymore. So checking that you're still aligned with that big picture vision is so, so important. Now, of course, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that the perfect time to check in on that big picture and realign is in your menstrual phase. So make sure that when you're in your menstrual phase or the new moon phase, if you don't have a period, Set aside some time to journal or to daydream, to meditate, connect in in whatever way works for you and take some time to check in on that big picture. What does it look like? What is that vision three to five years from now? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Because if you're not clear on that, you could be heading in completely the wrong direction. 
Now, I read a really great book recently by Vishen Lakiani, who is the founder of Mind Valley. And one of the things he spoke about in this book, and I'll link to it in the show notes below if you're interested in checking it out, was the difference between end goals and means goals. Now, a lot of us create these goals, but they're actually means goals, i.e. they're a means to an end. So a means goal would be something like I'm making 20k a month or I'm making a million dollars a year or something like that. But what he was talking about in this book, which really got my brain sort of firing and thinking about different things, was what does reaching those means goals mean for you? So if you're making 20k a month, what are you going to do with that money? How are you going to spend it? How are you going to feel? And then have a look at what comes after that. Those are your end goals. Maybe your end goals are being able to travel when, of course, it's safe to do so. Maybe your end goals are spending more time with your family and working less in your business. Perhaps your end goal is to create some kind of social enterprise or be involved in something that supports a cause that you're really passionate about. So when you are thinking about that big picture vision, make sure that you're not focusing on your means goals. And there's nothing wrong with having those means goals, those income goals and those more tangible things, but also make sure you're focusing on the end goals. What is it that you are striving towards? What is it that you want to create in your business and your life? As I said, a link to the book below. It was a really great read and I highly recommend it. So once you've got that big picture figured out, you know that you're in alignment, you know what the mission is, then you can start to look at the how. You can start to figure out where you are now and what you need to do to start working towards that big picture vision. Now the key here, and this is something that I have struggled with for a really long time, you don't need to figure out every single step. You don't need to have the complete plan from here to five years from now and exactly how it's all going to unfold. Because let's face it, life happens, plans change, and we end up needing to reroute. But the key is just making sure that you know what the next few steps are so that you can start taking that action and you're heading in the right direction. Now, as you know, I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that your follicular phase is the best time to start thinking about planning and breaking down those goals. It's the time where you move into a more logical and strategic thinking pattern. And so it's a good time for systems, planning, problem solving, all of that really detailed masculine energy, how am I going to do this type work. So as you've transitioned out of your menstrual phase, you've got that big picture in mind. As you move into follicular, that's a really good time to start thinking about how am I going to do this? What steps do I need to start taking? And start to break down what that plan might look like. Perhaps you've got some inspired ideas from your luteal phase or your menstrual phase that you want to start taking action on. So now is the time to consider what you need to do in order to make those a reality. You might use this time to plan out the next month, the next cycle, maybe the next few months, and also just a high level, not super detailed, a high level plan for the next year. And as your energy builds across follicular and ovulation, and as your energy continues to build across your follicular and ovulation phases, you can use that to start taking action and start building momentum. So that's the big picture stuff. 
And that's the planning stuff. But what does this have to do with being productive day in and day out? When it comes to setting up your days for success and creating an environment that you can be productive in, I want you to remember, and if you need a reminder, go back a couple of episodes where I talked about being consistent, that we are cyclical beings. We are not meant to be consistent and pushing and going all of the month. So remind yourself of that if you need to. You don't need to be pushing. You don't need to be uber productive every single day of the month. But understanding how your energy changes across the month means that you can start to plan for it. So you can plan to have maybe longer days and do more work in the high energy phases, follicular and ovulation. Or you can plan for shorter days or days off in the lower energy phases of your cycle, being your luteal phase and your menstrual phase. But understanding how your energy changes across the month is the first step in creating an environment you can be productive in. The second part of that is understanding how you work in your 24-hour circadian rhythm. Are you a morning person? Are you an afternoon or an evening person? I know for me, I'm a morning person. I have the most energy, the most clarity in the morning. So I will always do things like recording podcasts in the morning. Because I know as the day goes on, my energy starts to dip off in the afternoon. So I focus on the tasks that really need my time and my attention and a lot of energy. I focus on those in the morning and I give myself more space in the afternoon. Now you might be the kind of person who needs to just slowly ease into the day and you really start to hit your productivity around midday or into the afternoon. Use that to your advantage. Know how you work. You are the boss of you. It's your business. You get to create that environment. You don't need to be sitting at your desk at nine o'clock in the morning if you're still half asleep and it's not the best time for you to get things done. We are not in that corporate nine to five culture anymore and we have the power to choose. So set your day out for success by planning around how and when you are the most energized and can get the most done. Now, a second part of that I truly believe is having a good morning routine. Now, again, that doesn't mean you have to be getting up at 5.30 in the morning and meditating and doing all of the things, but creating a morning routine that works for you. I love to get up in the morning and meditate and do breath work. I always take my dogs for a walk in the morning because I find getting out, moving my body, getting some fresh air always leaves me feeling really energized. But create a morning routine that works for you so that by the time you sit down at your desk, you're feeling really good. Now, that will be different from my morning routine. It's about understanding you, what works for you. And you'll also probably find that it will change across the month. As I said, I like to meditate and do breath work and that kind of thing in the morning. But the types of meditation I do will change across the month. So find some daily practices that work for you. And then once you've sat down at your desk, now you can start doing the things. Now, some people talk about the eat the frog mentality, which is do the hardest thing first, because once you've ticked that off your list, the day only gets easier. I like to call bullshit on that. I don't believe in that. It doesn't, for me, personally work at all. I am the type of person who needs to ease into it, do a couple of things that are a little easier tick those off, build that momentum, and then I can tackle the harder things or the things that need more time, attention, and energy. So again, understanding how you work and creating the conditions that work best for you is so, so important. 
if doing the hardest thing first works for you and it makes you feel really good and then you can move through everything else in your day, then do that. But if you're more like me and you need to ease into it and do a few simpler things first, then allow yourself to do that. As I said before, it's your business and you get to create the rules and set yourself up to work in a way that works for you. And then, of course, making sure that you're building things into your day that energize you. As I said, I like to go for a walk in the morning, but something else that's really critical for me is making sure that I take regular breaks during the day and that I get up. And even if I just move a few feet away and go and sit on my couch, my desk is in the corner of my living space. If I just get up and go and sit on the couch, watch half an hour of Netflix or something like that, or if it's a nice day, I can go and sit outside. But I build things into my day that energize me. I also know that I work really well with having music on in the background. And again, the type of music and how loud it is will change across the month because as you move into your luteal phase and towards your period, you typically find you like a quieter environment. But for me, I love to have music on and then I can have a little dance break or something like that. So build in things into your day that energize you, that give you the energy and the enthusiasm and the motivation to keep going, to make you feel good. Because if you're feeling like crap and you're trying to push yourself to keep going through the day and the next task and the next task and the next task just feel really heavy and you just don't want to do it, of course it's going to feel hard. So look at ways you can build some of those energizing habits into your day as well. And lastly, but not necessarily the least important, is make sure you're planning your tasks around your cycle. Please don't try and do things that feel hard for you because you're doing it in the wrong phase of your cycle. The worst time, for example, to run a webinar or something that requires you to be really extroverted and showing up on social media and doing all of the things is in those few days as you're heading towards your period. So again, it comes back to understanding you and your cycle and how you work best in the different phases. Don't plan to do things that feel hard at the wrong time of the month. This is one of the most powerful things that has changed the way I work in my business, how I show up in my business, and how I plan to get things done in my business. And it makes such a huge difference when I know I'm in the lower energy phases and I've given myself space and I don't feel like I have to be chained to my desk all day, forcing myself to keep working when I really just want to go and take a nap or have a rest, or read a book, or do something that's not work-related. So understand your cycle, and make sure you're planning to do the right tasks at the right time of the month. So there we have it. That is my take on productivity. I hope if you've listened this far in the episode that you got some valuable insight into that. There is so much information that goes around on social media and on the internet about how to be more productive. As I said, it's all well and good to be productive, you've got to make sure, first of all, that you're heading in the right direction. There's no point in being productive and getting lots of things done if it's taking you towards the wrong goals or goals that are no longer aligned with where you want to go. So check in on that vision. Make sure you're heading in the right direction. Use your cycle and look at ways that you can set yourself up for success each day in alignment with your cycle and using that to your advantage so that you can be effective and efficient and get things done. I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.
you ready to align your business with your cycle? My program, Cycle Aligned Business, teaches you exactly how to do that. You'll learn what's going on in your body, how to get charting your own cycle, and then how to use that vital information to plan and run your business with more ease and flow. Use the coupon code PODCAST, all uppercase, to get $10 off when you join via the link in the show notes or at businesswithflow.com forward slash align.